And there was one old lady, and I say that respectfully because she was old, old Sister Pearl, Pearl Jordan. I don't know, some of y'all may remember her. And she was the one that showed out. She had her walking stick, and she got down in front of all those lawyers and judges and dignitaries, and she shouted and carried on, and just, I mean, and I, I wanted to crawl under the bench. The next day, I met one of those highfalutin lawyers, and he said, you know, Charlie, said, I really enjoyed being in church with you, last, you know, whenever it was. He said, you know what I like best of all of everything y'all did? And we had a choir that was just wonderful. Brother Jim Lee was a choir leader. And I mean, we had Brother Majors preaching and it was wonderful. And I, I thought, man, he's going to brag on the building. He's going to brag on my ability. He said, the thing I like best of all was that old lady that got down there and shouted in front of everybody. He He was uh, of the Hebrew persuasion. He was Jewish. He said, I went back and I told my rabbi. He said, man, y'all had the drums and you had the guitars and the organ. He said, I told my rabbi, we're going to start having music in our church. We're going to start doing like they did down there at that Pentecostal church. You know, you can't be embarrassed when God does something good for you. Isn't God good? Yes. Isn't God good all the time? Does anybody in here have any hogs? If you need some help, Pat is one of the best hands I know of working on them hogs. Because we had one one time. If you don't believe it, ask her. After church. Brothers, come help us receive the offering if you would. Right. Yeah. 
God's word's true and his grace is sufficient. So if you would, let's stand. We're going to turn the service right to the evangelist. And let's help him preach this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, brother. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. You're glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Thank you to Brother Looper. Amen. For the invitation and the hospitality. Amen. We enjoy it so much and give honor to your ministry here today, Brother Duplissy and Brother Looper and everybody here today. We're glad to be here. I want my wife to come right now. Amen. Praise God. Amen. God's people are the best people in the whole world. I, I was talking to my dad, I believe it was yesterday, and uh, <clears throat> an aunt of mine is putting together a big, big, huge family reunion, and uh, she contacted me the other day, asking me if we were coming. I said, I don't know. I, you know, we'll try, but I, I don't know where we'll be and all of that. And talking to my dad, I said, you know what? I said, it is so hard even being around all them people. <laughs> You know what? I, I love them to death, but the people of God are more closer to me than, than my family that, uh, that's so messed up, you know? Don't live for God, and, and uh, it's terrible seeing people in that condition that just alcohol and drugs and everything else. Just I'm thankful for the people of God. I love the family of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You may be seated.
Because you can't play those cards That death's gonna deal Well, the Bible is already planned Who the loser's gonna be There ain't but two winning hands And they were nailed to the tree So just climb up that mountain Where still springs are found That sparkling crimson Oh, Calvary's flow That same Jesus you heard Can take a black heart without love He can wash it and make it wider than snow are you thankful for Calvary today hallelujah 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 thank you Jesus praise God praise God amen I'm so thankful for Calvary I'm thankful for the old rugged cross this morning amen amen if you would turn with me in your Bibles to Exodus Chapter number 12. <coughs> Going to start reading in verse number 1. Exodus 12 and verse 1. We're going to read a few verses and then skip down to a few more. Amen. Glad to be here with my wife and my children today. And uh, we're just glad to be doing the work of the Lord and working with the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Exodus 12, verse number 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, According to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood, strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. Verse number 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment 
I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Verse 21. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said unto them, Draw out, take you a lamb according to your families, and kill the Passover. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lintel and the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out at the door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians. And when he seeth the blood upon the lintel and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come in unto your houses to smite you. Amen. I want to preach from this thought today. Stay inside the blood. Stay inside the blood. Let's ask the Lord to talk to us and help us today. God, we love you, Jesus. We thank you for the Word of God. Ask you, Lord Jesus, to talk to us and help us today. God, let your anointing be on us today, God. I pray that your hand move, Lord. We need you today. We need your hand today. We need the Holy Ghost to move today, God. We lean on you right now, Jesus, to give us that divine help today. In the name of Jesus, we pray your will be done today, God. We thank you. We praise you. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Hallelujah. 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 I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. God's people were in bondage in Egypt. The Bible lets us know that it was over 400 years that they had been in Egypt in bondage. And, amen, the Scripture says that their cry came up before the Lord. And the time had come for them to be delivered. Amen. God had heard their cry. And there's something about God. Amen. If He hears the cry, amen, of someone, He gives ear to it. There's something about the Lord, amen, that He can't turn away a cry, amen, uh, of somebody, especially His children. And they were crying to be set free. And God still hears the cries of those that want to be set free. Those that want to be delivered, God's still hearing the cries of those today. Amen. And the Bible says that He began to send plagues upon Egypt. And we know, amen, uh, from even Sunday school, learning about the plagues that God sent upon Egypt. The frogs and the water turned to blood and the lice and the flies and <coughs> the hail and... And on and on the locusts and the plagues came and went. But Pharaoh's heart, the Bible says, became hardened. And he would not let the people of God go. And the scripture says that he, uh, he matter of fact, made it harder on the people of God. Made their burdens harder and made it more difficult for them to do their job. And they cried out to the Lord, but God was using a man named Moses. Amen. And his brother Aaron to help, amen, to lead the people of God out of Egypt. And the, the word of the Lord came to Moses and he said, Hey, 
I've got one more thing that I'm going to do in Egypt. And then he's going to let you go. Matter of fact, he's going to throw you out. He's going to cast you out of his presence, out of Egypt. But he said, this is going to be a little bit different, Brother Looper, than these other uh, plagues that have came. Amen. Many of the plagues you can read, they did not come to the people of God, to the land of Goshen. They, amen, only happened there in that part of Egypt where, amen, the Israelites were not. So they didn't even come to, amen, the people of God were automatically exempted from it and spared from it, many of those plagues. But this one, he said, it's going to be a little different. He said, there's going to be something happen, and it's going to be a drastic thing. It's going to be a terrible thing. It's going to do more than just be a little bit of an inconvenience. It's going to be more than just a little bit of trouble to have to go through. But he said, I'm going to come throughout the land of Egypt, and I'm going to smite the firstborn from Pharaoh all the way down to the least in the land of Egypt, and the firstborn will be smitten and die. He said, even among the cattle, even among all the animals and the livestock, this plague is going to come to them. And he said, it's not something that you're just going to be automatically exempted out of. It's not something you're automatically just going to be uh, shielded from. But he said, there's something that you're going to have to do. He said, you're going to have to take a lamb without spot, without blemish. And you're going to have to take of the blood of that lamb and strike it upon the two side posts of the door of your house and the lintel above the door. Amen. And he said, that's going to be the sign. That's going to be, amen, what, amen, when I come through the land of Egypt, if I see that blood on the door of that house, that's going to be the sign. And I'm going to pass over you, amen, and not suffer the destroyer to come in to you hallelujah he said that's got to happen if you want to be spared if you want to be saved from the destroyer you got to get the blood on the door hallelujah amen praise god and moses spoke to the people of god and he said hey this is what the lord said to do and he gave them the commandment of the lord he said i want you to put it on the doorpost and on the top doorpost of your house Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord did not never command them to put it on the threshold because the blood should never be walked over. The blood should never be tread upon. He said, I want you to put it on the side and on the lintel above. Amen. Hallelujah. He meant to be spared from the destroyer. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then Moses told them, he said, once you get the blood, on the door of your house. He said, get inside of there. And don't come out until morning. Because the Lord is coming through Egypt sometime tonight. The Lord told him it's going to be, man, sometime around midnight. He didn't tell him an exact time. But he said, I'm coming through the land of Egypt tonight. Amen. And Moses said, for your safety, for your security... Get inside that door that you've applied the blood to. And don't come out until morning, until we know it's safe. He said, get in there and stay in there. Hallelujah. And I can just imagine the people took the commandment of the Lord seriously. You're talking about 
a life and death situation. Amen. Hallelujah. You're talking about, amen, something that has consequences if you don't obey the Word of God this time. It's not something that's just going to come and pass. It's not just a frog in your kneading trough and on. But it's going to be a life and death situation. It's going to be, amen, whether or not somebody is alive or dead tomorrow morning when you wake up. Amen. And he said, you get the blood on there. And I can just imagine, Brother Duplessis, as they got that basin and they poured the blood in that basin and they took that, amen, that plant, that hyssop, and they plunged it in that basin and they began to paint it on the doorpost of that house. Amen. As they, amen, put it on there. So this is a little strange. Amen. But it's the Word of God and it's our salvation. Amen. And as that young boy came up there to Daddy, amen, that firstborn, and he said, Daddy, why are we doing this? Son, amen, because we're going to be saved. Amen. Because we want the angel, amen, the death angel to pass over. We don't want to be lost. We don't want to die. We don't want to wake up, amen, and have to plan a funeral tomorrow. We're going to be spared. We're going to be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. As he put that blood on there, I don't believe for one minute that they just sprinkled a little bit on there. You're talking about a serious deal. Amen. I think if it would be me, I don't know about you, but if it would be me, I'd be getting as much on there as I could. Dipping it in there and painting that door. It ain't going to be just a little splatter. It ain't going to be just a little stream. But I'm going to get it on there. Amen. And they might have stepped back a little ways and said, can I see it? Yeah, I can't quite see it. I'm going to put a little bit more on there. Amen. I'm going to make sure that that angel sees the blood. When he, I don't want him to have to put his bifocals on, brother. I want him to see the blood. I want him to see the blood. I want him to see the blood when he comes by my house. Hallelujah. I don't want there to be any question. I don't want there to be any debate. I want him to know that the blood is there from the street. I want him to see it. I don't want him to have to walk up to my door and look. And I want him to see the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And then as the evening wore on and they're scurrying about getting everything ready for that Passover meal. And then they get inside. And maybe mama says, Daddy, I forgot something. I need to run out and get something. And daddy said, uh-uh, you ain't going out that door. You're not, oh, and Junior said, hey, daddy, I forgot my toy outside under the tree. Amen, daddy said, you ain't going out there, son. We'll deal with it later. You ain't going out the door. Amen, out there on that side of the blood, there's no security. There's no safety on that side of the blood. There's no, amen, guarantee that you'll be safe if you go out the door. If you go on that side of the blood, if you stay on this side of the blood, everything's going to be all right. If you stay on this side of the blood, everything's going to be okay. But if you go on that side of the blood, there's no guarantee of your salvation. Amen, amen. He said, stay inside the blood. Stay inside the blood. Stay inside the blood. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. It's important that we stay inside the blood. 
Amen. There, there was no questions. Amen. There was no amen debate back and forth. If you're on that side of the blood, when the we don't know when he's coming, son. Amen. I got time, daddy. I can go out and I can do what I need to do and get back and it'll be okay. Son, we don't know when the angel's coming. We don't know when the destroyer's coming. It's important that you stay inside the blood. It's imperative that you stay inside the blood. Amen. Nothing else would work. God told him, this is the only thing that the Lord said to do. We're living in a world today that says, well, we're all on different roads and we're headed to the same place. And we can go about it in different ways, but we're all going to go to heaven. I'm going to tell you, amen, the blood on the door of that house is the only thing that was going to save them. God gave them one way, hallelujah. God gave them one plan. He didn't leave it up to them to decide how to do it best for them. Amen, I enjoyed, amen, hearing your pastor a while ago talking, amen. It's a wonderful word of God. Amen. There's only one way. Hallelujah. It's the blood. It's the blood. It's by the blood. It's by the blood. Nothing else will work, my friend. I'm sorry. A sinner's prayer might be nice, but it won't work to save you. It's got to take the blood applied. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord didn't leave it up to them to figure out what would work best for them and how they wanted to do it and He meant how to uh, take care of it themselves and come up with their own plan of salvation in their own way. Hallelujah. But He said, this is the only way. This is the only plan. Get the blood on the door. Get the blood on the door. Amen. If I don't see the blood, then Amen, the destroyer's coming to your house. If I don't see the blood, Amen, there is no hope for you. If I don't see the blood, that's the only way nothing else would work I still believe that there's only one way today to be saved my 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 it isn't what I think it isn't what any amen preacher thinks it's what the word of God says there's only one Lord one faith and one baptism one God and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all there's only one Lord there's only one way there's only one way to be saved and that's through the blood of Jesus Christ Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I love shouting and dancing and talking in tongues. Amen. Just as much as any, I mean, I mean, in, in worshiping just as much as anybody else. I love, amen, all the things that we do. Amen. And praise God for it. Amen. But there's only one way to be saved. You can't, amen, shout your way into heaven. You can't do good works enough to get into heaven. It takes the blood of Jesus. It takes the blood of Jesus. It takes the blood to get us saved. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Moses told him, you're on dangerous ground. Amen, if you're caught tonight outside the blood. He said, I don't know, brother, when the destroyer's coming. I don't know when the death angel's coming. He didn't tell me a time. He didn't tell me a set time. He just said, do what you're supposed to do. And Moses said, in order to be, amen, sure, stay inside the blood stay on that side of the blood you know if I was on the wrong side of the blood of Jesus today I'd make sure I got it right I'm going to tell you my Lord I hate even reading the news sometimes brother 
Amen. We're living in the last. If we've ever lived in the last days, we're living in the last days. And we don't know when He's coming, but I can tell you He's coming soon. Yeah, I've heard it all my life, and you have too. But we're closer to the coming of the Lord now than we've ever been. And I don't know when He's coming, but I think it's about midnight in our world today. And I just believe that He's coming soon. So I want to be ready. I want to have the blood applied. I want to be on this side of the blood. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says... That at midnight there arose a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt because that in all the land there was not a house. There was not one dead. Amen. Research tells us that the Egyptians were known for their big show of mourning when one would pass away. They would run out into the street and wail and cry. And make a big show of their loss. And the Bible says there was not a house. That one wasn't dead. And Pharaoh got up at midnight. And his boy, the prince, was gone. And the Bible says the servant. He went all the way down to the least. In that house, there was one gone. The livestock, death throughout all the land of Egypt, and everybody come running out into the street wailing. You could hear the cry for miles, no doubt, as the cry came up, that cry of mourning and weeping. But everywhere, every house, that the blood was on the door. Everybody was all right. Everybody was okay. Nobody came running out into the street wailing and crying that night because everybody was okay because they had the blood applied to their life. That was thousands of years ago and now we're in 2012. Amen. But I'm telling you the same thing that worked for them many years ago is still the same thing that will work for us today. If you want to be saved, if you want to be spared, amen, at that midnight hour when the death angel comes through, amen, town, the only way to be saved is to have the blood of Jesus Christ applied to your life. Hallelujah. I said the only way is to have the blood of Jesus applied to your life. <coughs> amen, amen, and the way to get that done. And I was so excited, brother, to hear you talk about these good folks getting baptized in Jesus' name today. That's the only way to get the blood applied to your life. Amen. When you go down in watery grave in the name of Jesus Christ, the Bible says buried with him in baptism amen we have the blood of Jesus wash over us and apply to the doorpost of our house the doorpost of our life when we're buried in Jesus name that's the only way that's the only way. Amen, amen, amen. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm not confused today what His name is. Hallelujah. He's the Father. He's the Son. He's the Holy Ghost. And all these three are one. Amen. I'm glad I know His name today. I'm glad I know His name today. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved.
That name of Jesus has all power today. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's more than just being dunked under water. But when you're put under in the name of Jesus, that blood from Calvary's hill flows over your soul 2,000 years ago. And it's still flowing today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The blood is the only thing that can still save us. Romans 5, 6 through 9 talks about being justified by His blood. Ephesians 1 and 7, we have redemption through His blood. Ephesians 2, 11 through 13, Amen, it said we were strangers. We were far off. We had no hope. Amen, we weren't a part of that original group of God's people. But now we are made nigh by the blood. Brother, I don't know about you, but I was a long way off from God. Amen. My parents were a long way off from God. Amen. They had no hope, but God found them. Amen. And the blood of Jesus Christ, Amen, drew them close. Hallelujah. And they became a part of the family of God. And I'll never forget, brother. Amen. I was five years old and I knelt down and began to pray. And God filled me with the Holy Ghost. And a year, I mean, six years old and a year later, seven years old, I finally got up the nerve to get in that water. Hallelujah. And I went down in Jesus' name. I'll never forget it. A seven year old little boy but I still remember he meant exactly how it happened he meant I was so shy you couldn't even look at me brother and I'd just tear up amen but when I went down in Jesus name something happened to me when the blood got applied to my life I come up out of that water jumping up and down I don't know what got a hold of me but something got a hold of me I'm telling you the blood works the blood works Colossians 1 and 14, we have redemption through His blood. 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19, the precious blood of Christ. I'm nearing a close. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If my wife would come right now. Amen. 1 John 1 and 7 says His blood cleanseth us from all sin. I'm so thankful for the blood of Jesus. If it weren't for the blood, where would we be today? If it were not for the blood. And some may say, well, it's okay. I've had the blood applied. But I can go in and come out. I've got time. I've talked to young people that thought they had plenty of time to go out and come back. But I'm going to tell you today, we don't know when He's coming. I wouldn't want to get caught on that side of the blood. I wouldn't want to get caught on that side of the blood. I want to stay inside the blood. I want to stay on this side of the blood. Because I don't know when He's coming and I want to be ready. Whew. I want to be ready. I don't want to be walking the street on that side of the blood and come face to face with the destroyer. Moses said, stay inside the blood. Hallelujah. 
Revelation chapter 12 verses 10 and 11 speaks about the accuser of the brethren. Stands before the Lord day and night. That's his job. His job is to accuse you before the Lord. And you know what? To most of it, we'd have to say, well, that's true. What he's saying, I did that. He's not lying on that. I did that. That was me. And if that's all we could do, we would be so guilty. We'd be put away for our sins, standing before the judgment seat of Christ. And there's the accuser of the brethren. Yeah. We'd have to plead guilty to it all. There was something that happened on a hill over 2,000 years ago when those crown of thorns made the blood flow from His brow when that whip beat the flesh from His back and the blood flowed when that spear pierced His side and out came blood and water that blood was for me and for you And as we stand before the Lord and the accuser of the brethren stands there accusing us, we could bow our heads and say, yeah, that's me, I'm guilty. Or we can choose to use the only plea that will work and say, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Let's all stand today. If you've never had the blood of Jesus applied to your life, it's so important to get that done. So imperative to have the blood applied to the doorposts of your house. Because I'm telling you, the day is coming, and I believe it could be today even. We don't know. The destroyer's coming through. And the only thing that's going to spare us and save us is when he sees the blood. I'm going to tell you, the blood is what covers our sins. When you're covered by the blood, the Lord doesn't see those sins. He sees the blood. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The devil wants to remind us of things in the past, but if we're covered by the blood, brother, the Lord says He don't see it anymore. It's in His sea of forgetfulness. It's washed. It's cleansed by the blood. I want Him to see the blood when He looks at me. I don't want Him to see Zach Brown without the blood. I don't want Him to see my past. I don't want Him to see... Amen, all of those things that, amen, maybe I've done in my past, but I want Him when He looks at me to see the blood. When He looks at the door of my house, I want Him to see the blood. Acts chapter 2, verse number 37. Peter had just got through preaching. And they looked at him. And they asked the most important question 
anybody in the world could ask. He said, what must we do? Peter said, repent. Turn around from your old lifestyle. Not only tell God you're sorry, but make a new start. I'm going to be different. I'm going to walk a different direction. Then he said, be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. Let the blood be applied to you. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off. Afar off. We were afar off, but now we're made nigh by the blood. He said to all that are afar off, Amen. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. It's the same plan today that was preached on the day of Pentecost. It's still the same plan. Repent. Be baptized in Jesus' name. Get the blood applied. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you never experienced that, you can get that today. You can receive that experience today. And if you have had the blood applied and you found yourself on that side of the blood lately, it's time to get on this side. It's time to open the door and get back in on this side of the blood. Lord, I don't want to be found on that side of the blood. God, I want to be on the right side of the blood. Amen. Let's bow our heads and begin talking to the Lord today. Amen. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost here today. I feel the touch of the Lord here today. God, help me stay inside the blood. Oh, God, help me to get the blood applied. Get in and not come out, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. I'm fixing to open up these altars. Anybody wants to come and pray. Amen. If you want to, amen, get the blood applied today. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want to make sure. Amen. If you want to make your calling and election sure today. Amen. Let's talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. These altars are open. If you want to talk to Him today. If you want to check. If you want to just make sure. If you want to talk to the Lord today. God, I want to be certain, Lord. Hallelujah. I want to be certain. Oh, brother, what if you've already had the blood applied in baptism, but you found yourself on the wrong side? Amen. How you get that all over again is through repentance. And let the blood of Jesus wash you and cleanse you. Oh, that's right. That's right. Let's talk to him today. God, I want to be right. I want to be on this side of the blood. I want to be for sure, God. I want there to be no doubt. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Why don't you take that history today? Get that blood. I want him to see the blood. I want him to see the blood. I want him to see the blood when he looks at me. I can't afford for him to see anything else. I can't afford for him to see me in my humanity, in my carnality. I got it. Have the blood. I want to see the blood. Oh, that's it. Talk to the Lord today.
Talk to him. Let him touch you. Let him touch you. Amen. Let him help you today. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. Jesus. I love you, Jesus. 